This episode is not sponsored by, partnered by, or endorsed by anybody but the self-aware millennial. But if you finish any of these episodes and think, oh my God, I want to be the reason this show keeps going, then reach out to us by visiting theselfawaremillennial.com or email us at theselfawaremillennial at gmail.com. Let's say you're not rolling in the dough, but you still want to support. You can join our Patreon community for as low as a dollar a month. There, you'll have access to frequent updates on the Selfware Millennials journey and bonus episodes from this season's guest. Still need some convincing? Stay tuned after the episode for a preview from our most recent Patreon exclusive. Have you ever wanted to delete all of your social media profiles so that you could, you know, enjoy your real life? Are you ready to live your life instead of watching it? I've been going back and forth about deleting my social media for the past couple of years now, but I always get sucked back in because outside of utilizing it as a place to share my proudest moments in my life and career, I like feeling validated by the people that I know and don't know on there. I also like the element of community it brings, even if it's just virtual. There's some amazing humans that I would have never known existed if it weren't for social media. But my participation in this online culture doesn't take away the countless doom scrolling hours that could have been utilized to complete chores that I had been putting off. Like I could have been going for a run or I could have visited my grandma so she doesn't have to check my Facebook to know what I'm up to all the time. It doesn't take away the negative emotions I feel when I don't have anything exciting going on, but somehow find myself looking for opportunities to post an update to stay relevant. And at the algorithms bidding. If I give up social media, I ultimately fear that people may forget about me. But then I remembered. I'm unforgettable. Welcome to season four of the Self-Aware Millennial Podcast. I am your host, J-Mix. On this episode starring yours truly, I am giving tips and tricks on how to unplug from the noise that is social media and anything that basically requires you to look at a screen for over an hour each day. In case you're joining us for the first time, we did cover these subjects a couple of times already. You can check out episode 71, 41, and 8. But before we get into today's topic, I want to keep y'all in the mix on everything that's been happening in the self-aware millennials world since our last episode. The self-aware millennial live was a dream come true. Thank you to everyone who was involved in making our first three live shows a success. Special shout out to Whitney Mixon, Dylan Tran, and Martin Bass Bradford for joining us as the special guests for those shows. Thank you to all the New Orleans artists who provided live music during these events. Thank you, No Dream Deferred, for inviting us to be a part of the We Will Dream Festival. And thank y'all for showing up and giving so much of your energy to this new chapter in the self-aware millennials journey. Seeing y'all in person and feeling your energy and your reactions in real time really warmed my heart. And it reassured me of the direction that the self-aware millennial is moving towards. If you want to join us for our next event... Make sure you check us out on theselfawaremillennial.com and see when our next events are. Speaking of the We Will Dream Festival, it was a success. Okay, y'all. In my role as the virtual festival producer and director, I interviewed over 50 black and brown artists who were involved in the making of this new black 
Theater Festival, which premiered four new plays by Black playwrights. The virtual festival premiered over 30 videos highlighting the festival across several media platforms. If you want to check that out, just go to www.nddnola.com or you can just search We Will Dream Festival on Google or YouTube. As many of you know, outside of directing and producing the virtual festival, I have been dabbling into the film world, directing music videos for myself and others, as well as creating media content for various platforms, including the self Four Millennial, No Dream Deferred, Songwriter Collab, and The Victory Bells, to name a few. Well, I am putting all of my experience and creative skills to use, and I'm bringing my talented friends along with me through my brand new company, Triple Threat Media. Triple Threat Media, formerly known as 17th Productions, is a New Orleans-based production company specializing in video, audio, and talent. We will document the humanity of multi-hyphenists in the arts and entertainment industries, and we will collaborate with other industries to bring creative liberation to their communities. I'm so excited to share our upcoming projects with you, as well as serve in your next video project. Visit TripleThreatMedia.net for a full list of services. I will also stress that we may be a New Orleans-based company, but as long as you know how to share media files via like WeTransfer or Google Drive, Dropbox, etc., we can accept projects from all around the world. So don't be scared. Come try us out. When my festival contract ended at the beginning of the summer, I was fatigued from looking at screens all day and night. From scheduling interviews to editing videos and content for social media, the only time I wasn't looking at a screen was when I was sleeping or taking a nap, which thankfully I did a lot because I knew it was going to be the only way I could stay sane. (laughs) One of the major influences for my shift in the way that I've been moving these past few months is thanks to reading Rest is Resistance by the founder of the Nap Ministry on Instagram, Trisha Hersey. This book highlights the importance of taking intentional and unapologetic periods of rest, daydreaming, and naps as a foundation for justice and healing from capitalism and white supremacy. I highly recommend this book to anyone who needs a reset and validation that you're enough just as you are. The other major influence for my shift in focus is thanks to the No Surf community on Reddit. No Surf is a community of people who are interested in digital wellness. Whether you have a goal of being more productive or you feel you picked up some bad digital habits, the No Surf community is there to offer a supportive space full of practical information to help you on your journey. There's actually a No Surf activity list that I will link in the show notes if you want to embark on a life of healthy internet use so that your device serves you and not the other way around. So let's say you're starting on this journey. You've never done it before and you don't know where to start. You're not even sure if you need a detox. Well, here's some signs. The first thing that you probably notice is that you're neglecting your basic needs and responsibilities. So that's like chores. You're forgetting to eat. You're forgetting to exercise. You just don't have the energy for any of it because you're using all of it online. Another thing that you may notice is that you're spending more time than you intended on social media. So maybe you said, oh, I'll just be on there for like five, 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden you're on there for like two, three hours. That probably means you need a detox. And that leads me into the next thing. You may feel guilty after you're finally finished because maybe you were on there longer than you thought. Now you've wasted part of your day that you could have been doing something else. Another sign that you may need to take a little detox is that you are motivated by the fear of missing out. So you fear that not being online means you're going to miss something really important. 
Another sign is that you may be feeling a lot of urges to check your phone every couple of seconds. I believe there's a statistic that I'll link below that average person checks their smartphone 52 times a day, 52 times a day. Anybody that checks it that much needs a detox. You may notice that your attention span is shorter than usual. Another sign is that you may care more about the amount of likes and followers that you have than how your friendships are doing in real life. And if none of those other things made sense to you and you're like, I don't need detox. If you're feeling any sort of negative emotions, you're tired, you're angry, you're just angry at the world or you're having any sort of negative feelings, you probably need to take a detox just for the fact of you need to get your body back into a regulated state. Social media isn't going to make that any better. If any of this sounds like you, keep listening to after this quick break to hear my top five suggestions on how to maintain a digital detoxed lifestyle. Is this conversation speaking to you right now? Do you feel the self-awareness taking over your body like a real good song? I want you to make a mental note to share the Self-Aware Millennial podcast with someone you love because sharing is caring and love is not possessive. Sorry, y'all, but y'all can't happy to yourself. But for real, y'all know how good it feels when someone shares with you, whether it's their resources, their food, their wisdom, or their spouse. Okay, well, some of us. Spread the love. Decapitalize your mind and practice the gift of sharing. And want to help us reach new audiences? Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're feeling extra giving, leave a compliment. Come on. You know you want to. Enjoy the rest of the show. Before I give my top five suggestions on how to maintain a digitally detoxed lifestyle, I highly stress that you have a clear understanding as to why you are doing this. For me, I wanted mental clarity. I wanted to have more time for my friends and loved ones. I also desired connecting to a physical community again. We are still in COVID times, but we can be around each other again. I feel like I'm a kid going on a field trip every time I get to hang out with other humans in person. It feels so good and it feels so much better than interactions online at least at this point in my life. I would also try your best to identify your unmet needs that are being fulfilled through social media. If you can get those needs met offline, you won't even miss being online. Trust me. Here are my top five suggestions on how to maintain a digitally detox lifestyle. And this is based off of personal experience that's been working for me for the last couple of months. Number one, tell everyone that you're going on a digital detox. I'm just kidding. JK, so after I read Resistance Resistance, Trisha mentioned something that I didn't even think about. So if you don't tell folks that you are on a social media detox, that means that people are going to continue to try to contact you about either getting on social media or whatever it is you're trying to establish boundaries for. So if you have to, make sure you let those folks know and give them a timeline. Like you're not going to be available for whatever, whatever until this date. Just so that they know that they can't or they shouldn't be contacting you by them because even as Trisha said, folks were not either reading or they were breaking those boundaries regardless. So it's interesting that like not everybody reads, but that's another story. That's all I wanted to say. Number one, for real. The first thing you should do is remove all notifications for a few weeks and program a sleep timer and do not disturb hours. My phone personally tells me it's time for bed at 8.59 and then it goes into do not disturb from 9 p.m. to like 6 a.m. when I wake up. After you've done that for maybe a week or two and you're kind of getting into the routine, 
Number two is delete all of your social media apps off of your phone. I know that's going to be probably the hardest thing, but trust me, if you can get through that, the rest of it is going to be a lot easier. If you must still use your social media because of work or whatever reason, just access the apps on your computer instead. While you're getting in the groove of things and you're starting to feel bored because you don't have anything to do on social media for any reason, start incorporating slower activities and find some non-screen related hobbies that you enjoy. You can do cooking, you can read, you can draw, you can buy some balls and find a friend and throw them around with them, buy some puzzles, you can nap, you can write, you can draw. There's plenty of options to keep you entertained. And when all else fails to help pass the time, number four is schedule some quality time with your friends and loved ones. They'll appreciate it. And then once you've gotten into a groove, into a new routine where you're just more present with the world and you're talking to your neighbors and you're out and about and just enjoying everything that is around you presently. Number five is that you can now schedule some designated time for social media and digital use. Treat social media like you would a grocery store trip. You usually only go once a week and you're going there for maybe... 30 minutes tops and you're gathering your basic needs to make it through the next week or two. Do that with social media, you know, just kind of do it to kind of catch up on things. But then at least for me, I know in my body when it's time to log off. And normally I'm getting that feeling much sooner because my body already has this reaction to being online for too long before it's like antsy and it wants to just get offline. And you're going to want to log off and you're going to feel better after you log off. I always feel better when I log off. The most important thing to remember with all of this is that it's going to take time and patience for these things to become a habit. So give yourself grace. It's okay if you go off course for a hot second. I like thinking about this in a gradual method because it helped me observe my addictions and gave me a trial period to correct them before graduating to the next challenge. Ultimately, it got me back on a schedule that coincides with my body's natural function. So the quality of my waking hours are way more productive and I can get a lot more done. How can you expect to feel after your digital detox? Like, what are some of the feelings that you will exhibit when you are in this state and you're trying to just explain to people how to get there? Well, it feels like the clarity you receive after a breakup, it puts you in a heightened sense of self. You feel lighter. Your head is clearer. You're more present with yourself and all of the living organisms all around you. You appreciate the little things. You may find yourself enjoying the simplest things like people watching, bird identifying, observing ant colonies on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And your fear of missing out is going to decrease rapidly. All of a sudden, you're not going to care about the next meme or the biggest thing that's on the social media because like it's it's. It's, it just doesn't cut real life, y'all. Yeah, you may not hear about some of the trends until like a couple of days to weeks later, but eventually it's going to get to you, right? During my detox, I didn't hear about the Alabama brawl for like, I don't know, a week before like 
all of a sudden they were talking about it. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, oh yeah, you, how do you not know about it? And I finally watched the video and like, I was like, wow, I'm so glad I was not on social media when this first dropped. Cause I could see myself all day, just watching all the different angles of that video. Like I, I would, I would have not been able to stop myself from watching. Anyway, another things you might enjoy is like a phone call. You may enjoy a phone call over a text, or you may enjoy an in-person meetup over a phone call. If you have the time, you may find yourself with more energy to dive into something new. And you may also find yourself more creative than usual. I wanted this episode to be the first of this season because I'm choosing to continue to embark on this journey to maintaining digital health for myself and for everyone who is working behind the scenes with me. And I will be doing this in three ways. Number one is the Self-Aware Millennial will be scaling way back on social media promotion this season. We will be using that energy to reach out to new audiences in person and through traditional methods of promotion. If you are local to New Orleans area, well, get ready because we will be utilizing our beautiful city to host events and meetups in the upcoming months. So stay tuned on that. And number three, if you want to know when those events and meetups are going to happen, you're going to have to join our mailing list because that is going to be the primary form of communication that we will be using. Check out the link in the show notes to add your email to our list. Just a trigger warning that there will be several episodes this season that we will be pushing the envelope on subject matter that folks, including myself, don't want to talk about, but we need to talk about. And don't worry, those episodes will balance out with positive ones. In case you're curious about what's on the menu for season four, join our Patreon by visiting www.patreon.com slash the self-aware millennial. There, you can leave suggestions on what topics you'd like us to cover. You can also access our bonus episodes if you're all caught up here. And lastly, you're supporting independent artists and helping the software millennial sustain itself to grow and reach new audiences by joining. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash the self-aware millennial. All right, y'all. I'm looking forward to seeing you outside and offline. If you found this episode to be valuable to your self-awareness journey, please share it with someone who may need it and give us cool ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that new audiences have easier access to discovering our show. If you're on YouTube, yes, I'm looking at you. Smile, hit the like button and share your thoughts about this episode. Thanks for listening to the Self-Aware Millennial. I'm Jay Mix. Till next time. Peace. Another thing I was thinking about as I was crying, watching each and every one of these videos was just the fact that there's so many creatives out there that we will never know the brilliance of because they are stuck doing things that are debilitating to their creativity. And that makes me sad. And it also made me think about myself that I'm not able to do that. I'm not able, like, I feel like another thing I was thinking about was that like, I felt like I was my creative side was dying like slowly because the more and older I get it's like the more I need to find ways of sustaining my my life so that I can enjoy my age when I'm older and not be you know just dependent on the government and dependent on working and renting my body to others.
This episode is not sponsored by, partnered by, or endorsed by anybody but the self-aware millennial. But if you finish any of these episodes and think, oh my God, I want to be the reason this show keeps going, then reach out to us by visiting theselfawaremillennial.com or email us at theselfawaremillennial at gmail.com. Let's say you're not rolling in the dough, but you still want to support. You can join our Patreon community for as low as a dollar a month. There, you'll have access to frequent updates on the Selfware Millennials journey and bonus episodes from this season's guest. Join today by visiting www.patreon.com/theselfawaremillennial.